By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? This is Brian Colburn, host of My Weekly Mixtape, a podcast that takes the classic mixtape approach to building a modern playlist. And you are listening to 20 Tim Minutes. Hey, what's going on? You're tuning into another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. This is a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. That introduction was by my man, Brian Colburn, with My Weekly Mixtape Podcast. My man. He was in the Playlist Wars podcast. They're taking a little break, but he's got his own thing going on. And I am very fortunate that I'm going to be going on that podcast. I'm not going to say what mixtape we're going to be making, but it's going to be a banger. Just think about running through a brick wall. Think of a song and think about running through a brick wall. What comes to mind? Okay? That's all I'm saying. Um, He's got a great dispatch dispatch. He's got a great podcasting voice. You know what I mean? I feel like I don't. I feel like my Boston accent makes me sound ridiculous at times but he's got a smooth like david allen boucher voice i'm not sure if that guy's universal david allen boucher but he's got a great voice go to 2010minutes.com to learn more about me go check out everything that uh, i put out you can download my app in the apple store or google play you can buy some merch you can send me a message. You can check out my testimonials and see what everyone's saying about the show. And by everybody, just the people I interview. And uh, that's really good. If you're a podcaster, that's a great tip. Try to get testimonials from your guest so it shows how well you're doing. And you can present that as like a resume when you're trying to look for new guests. And I think that's helped me uh, substantially with this podcast. Um, so do you guys like playing golf? Look at that segue. I like looking up research. You know me with research. I think it's so funny. I always think about just people in lab coats with like Bunsen burners doing this type of research. I don't know why there's certain research for certain things and how they come up with them, but they come up and I like to read them. Researchers say older adults can can physic can get physical as well as mental health benefits from golfing. I did not say that correctly, but pretty much old people that golf It helps out their mental health. You know what I'm saying? Experts say a person who plays 18 holes of golf can end up walking more than six miles. Look at that. I hate golf. I've never been actually golfing. I'm subpar at mini golf. I do not know how to swing a golf club. I swing it like a baseball bat. And I I don't care. I don't want to learn. It's kind of like soccer where I don't understand what offsides is. And no matter how many times you explain it to me, I am not going to comprehend it. So golf, soccer in the same ballpark for me. But you know what? I'm just talking about golf uh, because I know people like it and old people should be doing it. Everyone should be doing it. Get those six miles in. Uh, They add that golf provides an opportunity to socialize as well as collect vitamin D from the sun. That's a big one. You got to get your vitamin D up. Go outside, get those rays, catch those rays, get some vitamin C inside with some orange juice, go outside with some vitamin D. And you got your D's and C's. Like I always say, C's and D's get degrees. That's how I was in, uh, in high school. Drop out of college. I got uh, an A in college. Uh, so here's the research part. This is always my favorite because it's always ridiculous. And I don't know how they do it. 25 healthy older golfers don't know how they uh, pick that. Like how do they know that they're healthy? Uh, age 65 and above, they compared the effects of three acute aerobic exercises, an 18 whole round of golf, 
six kilometers of Nordic walking. What the fuck does that mean? In a six kilometer walk. What does Nordic walking mean? That must just be like, like when they're like shuffling their shoulders and they're walking pretty fast. I don't like to research anything. I just like to bring it to my attention and then figure it out and see if I'm right or wrong. And then people like my friend Ryan will text me and be like, dude, you were totally wrong. Or you pronounced that name wrong. Or you pronounced that word wrong. That's the type of uh, podcast that I have. If, you, if you're looking for some stone cold facts about stuff, you might want to turn this off. Go listen to something else. Go listen to my weekly mixtape with Brian Colburn instead. Just kidding. Listen to me. Um, so, uh, and then their subjects, blood pressure, blood glucose, and blood lipid profile in a real life environment. The researchers measured participants, blood pressure, and took blood samples and blood glucose from finger pricks. I would rather get my blood drawn out of my, what the inside, my, it's not, what is that part of the opposite, the opposite side of your elbow? Like right in the middle there? Is that like, that's not your armpit, obviously. That's, uh, your reverse elbow. You know what I'm talking about? Look at your elbow and then turn it around and that's where you get your shots. I mean, you get your blood drawn. Finger pricks are the worst. I I don't care. That like that really hurts. And then you have to deal with that all day with the band-aid. Don't even get me started on band-aids. Oh, Jesus. Uh, these researchers measured participants' blood pressure and took blood samples and blood glucose finger pricks, like I just said. The subjects also wore fitness measuring devices to monitor exercise-specific distance, duration, pace, energy, expenditure. Expenditure. I think I said that right. And steps, as well as wearing an ECG sensor to measure their heart rate. I think that's the thing you wear around your uh, body, like around underneath your hearts and your nipples. But good on, good on old people. Go, um, go play some golf, even if you're not old. Play some golf. I'm not gonna. That's why my mental health is. That's why my mental health is so bad. Is because I don't play golf. I'm the type of guy. If I'm not good at something, I get very frustrated. Like I can only imagine me putting for like the game winner, and I miss it. I'm throwing that putter right in the ocean, going right over my knee. Don't invite me to golf because I'll make an excuse why I don't want to go. I went on a bachelor party for that same kid, my friend Ryan, and they all went golf, and I just stayed at the casino and gambled. That's the type of life I live. Um, gambling. You know me with gambling, baby. 21. If you guys want my uh, my roulette numbers, shoot me a message on the side and I'll send them to you. They're pretty much foolproof. You might not win, but I do. Sometimes. Go, Tim. This was an interesting one I found out and it kind of made sense to me. Does money buy happiness? Well, maybe it does. Here I go. People from the poorest backgrounds are far more likely to develop a mental health disorder later in life than those from wealthier beginnings suggests a study published online in the Journal of, oh my God, Epidemiology, nailed it, and Community Health. More than half of people with a low educational attainment at age 30 will have a diagnosis of mental health disorder 22 years later, according to the study of people in Finland. Good, good on those Finland people. Um, I grew up in like a middle class. Um, I didn't have like a bunch of money in my family, but my mom really helped me out to like, have a great childhood and a great like adolescence and young teen and older teen. I remember money wasn't money was pretty tight and I really wanted to go on my senior trip and my mom made it happen. And I was very fortunate. I'll always be fortunate for that. Even though that happened like eons ago, I'll never forget that. I love my mom so much. And she gave me one of the best childhoods I could ever ask for as a single mom. Um, well, yeah, I had a stepdad growing up. He was great, great human being still in touch with him. Um, but yeah, shout out my childhood. 
They also found that by the age of 52, 58% of people who had low educational attainment of, at the age of 30 were later diagnosed with a mental health disorder compared with 45% and 36% of people who had completed secondary or higher education respectfully. It was brought up to me on Twitter. You should follow me at Twitter at 2010minutes. And uh, made a good point of people in the third world countries that have happiness and they don't have money because they're surrounded by other people in poverty. So again, does money buy happiness? Does, is more money going to make you happy? I'm going to say yes. If I had more money, I would be a lot happier. And that's a fact, Jack. We got to bring that, that phrase back. That's a fact, Jack. Also, smooth move, x lax. We got to bring that back too. Right? Right. So February, baby. Black History Month. White boy talking about black history. I'm all about it. I do have uh, some black in me. I have 5% Nigerian. I think I have 3% Cameroonian. And um, I forget what the other one is. I am a mixture of different backgrounds. And uh, I know Irish is the biggest one, 50%. I'm whiter than line paper. Okay? I get it. Um, but I think we need to talk about black history. Um, I always saw this, and I didn't know what it stood for, the BIPOC. You down with BIPOC? That's me. That stands for Black Indigenous Person of Color. Um, so you always learn about certain things. And on Twitter, I'm talking about the pioneers of mental health as well. I'm going to go over a couple of those and go over some stats about bl uh, Black mental health because... It doesn't matter what your skin color is. We all have different mental health and mental illnesses, and we got to work together. Like I always say, when the lights go out, baby, we're all the same color. All right, that's a good pickup line if you're uh, if you're out there looking for women. Um, I don't know if it's babe or bebe, but I'm gonna say bebe because that sounds more cool. Uh, Moore Campbell was an American author, journalist, teacher, and mental health advocate who worked to shed light on the mental health needs of the Black community and other unprecedented communities. I'm really doing a great job of pronouncing words today. I'm going to pat myself on the back like I'm Barry Horowitz. Only some people are going to get that reference of Barry Horowitz. And if you do, I'll give you a point. I'll give you a 10 point, a 20, 10 minute point. We also have Dr. Solomon Carter Fuller. He was a pioneer African-American psychiatrist who made significant contributions to the study of Alzheimer's disease. Man, Alzheimer's disease scares the fuck out of me. Anyone that has to go through that or deal with that, I commend you because that is not easy. Um, I feel really bad. I know a couple of people that have to deal with that and uh, it breaks my heart. Dr. Jocelyn Elders was the first African-American and second woman to be sworn in as the Surgeon General of the U.S. Surgeon General. During her tenure as Surgeon General, she was advocated for universal health care, comprehensive health education, and sex education in school. I never had sex education in school. I don't remember it. I think when I changed high schools, I missed that class. And then like, did people like at sex ed watch a birth? I feel like that was a thing where people went to sex ed class and they watched a birth on TV. Did anyone else do that? Because I didn't. I think that kind of weird. I think that's something that you have to witness one time, not one time, but like firsthand when you're having a baby, like a father or mother that sees their uh, significant other have a baby. I feel like you have to see that first thing. Like you can't be prepared for that. You can't watch it beforehand. You got to go in and just see that. I'm not having kids, so I'm never going to see it. And I never saw it in high school, so I'm going to keep that level. I'm not going to see it. I'm a weird dude. I say I bring up weird things all the time, and I, I, I don't know why. That's the weirdest thing I probably talked about is uh, births. And then there's Mammy Phipps Clark, which is uh, that first name I'm going to go over in a second. Because I think that's a stereotype. And by I think so, it is. 
Um, but she's not, it's not, that's her real name. She was the first African-American woman to earn a doctorate degree in psychology from Columbia University. Pretty good. Ever heard of that? Her groundbreaking research on the impact of race and child development helped end segregation. Woo-wee. That's a good one right there. So I always heard that, like, like the fucking Jim Crow era of, like, the racism. Like, you know what that is when, like, blackface and just white people being ignorant and pieces of shit. Um, so a mammy is a U.S historical stereotype depicting black women who work in a white family and nurse the family's children. So yeah, it's a pretty stereotype. Um, stereotypes are like racism light where it's, it's, it's not really cool. Um, but I like white people stereotypes. They're funny. I like when people make fun of white people. I think that's the best because, uh, we deserve it. We're pretty whack. Um, all right. So let's go over some stats here. As my mouth gets dry from my new medication, which I hopefully can go over in 20 minutes or so. So these these stats are very interesting to me. Um, so we have 16%, which is 4.8 million of black and African-American people reported having a mental illness. And 22.4 of those, which is 1.1 million people, reported a serious mental illness. Serious mental illness, which is SMI. You know my, you know my love for acronyms. SME. I'm going to call that SME rose among all ages of black and African-American between 2008 and 2018. You got to think too, it's like the number of people that are born and grow up and develop their brain. It makes sense that um, those numbers go up. So despite rates being less than overall U.S. population, major depressive episodes include from 9% to 10.3 in black and African-American youth ages 12 to 17, 6.1 6.1 to 9.4 in young adults, 18 to 25, and 5.7 to 6.3 in the 26 to 49 age range between 2015 and 18. Suicidal thoughts, plans, and attempts are also rising among black and African-American young adults, which is awful. Binge drinking, smoking, cigarettes and marijuanas, illicit drug use, and prescription pain reliever misuse are more frequent among black and African-American adults with mental illnesses. Black adults in the U.S. are more likely than white adults to report persistent symptoms of emotional distress, such as sadness and feeling like everything is an effort. Black adults living below the poverty line are more likely to report serious psychological distress than those more financially security, which goes back to my original point, does money buy happiness? And personally, I think it does. Um... Only one in three black adults with mental illnesses receive treatment, according to the American Psychiatric Association, um, which is the mental health facts of uh, African-American guy that they have. Um, Yeah, so they're more likely to use emergency rooms or primary care rather than mental health specialists. That I've read about, too, is uh, a lot of African-American black people want African-American or black um, therapists. And there's such like a low call for therapy right now that it's hard to navigate that and i can see the struggle within that um so this week i have uh chris oh man i forget how to pronounce this i want to say okoy but it's not okoy it's a uh, okoye chris okoye nfl defensive tackle i interviewed him we talked about um black history month we talked about black mental illness And I know I talked to Doug Middleton, another NFL player, a while ago, and he said uh, a lot of mental health and mental illness conversations stem from church, where they don't really talk about it, but they always say they'll pray away. Chris didn't have that uh, theory or have that side of um, his his life. But that is a big uh, thing, is is, um, 
people that are into God and Jesus. I'm not. I'm agnostic, and I'm not afraid to say that. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if people enjoy when I open up about my because uh, I don't like putting my personal opinion on stuff. But I respect everyone else's opinion. Just because someone believes in Jesus and God doesn't mean I don't like them. I think it's very good that that helps them, but it doesn't help me. And that's fine. We're all different, baby. When the lights go out, we're all the same religion. Right? So I'm on this new med uh, called Mirtazapine, which is also Remeron. Insomnia is an issue. I don't think I have insomnia, but I have a tough time sleeping. About one in three people in the U.S. report difficulty sleeping at least one night per week. Insomnia is caused by difficulty falling asleep, difficulty staying asleep, and waking up too early in the morning, which I have all three. Let me do a TikTok dance about it. I hate TikTok and mental health. It's the worst. There's some people that are good. Um, So it goes under the brand name Remeron, amongst others. It's an atypical, oh my God, tetracycle. Atypical tetracycline antidepressant and is such used for primarily treat depression. It affects may take up to four weeks, but can also manifest as early as one to two weeks. It's used to treat depression and sometimes OCD and anxiety, which, why am I saying this? It should be a sleeping pill, right? So I guess it is used. Um, so it reduces the duration of early light stages of sleep and increases deep sleep and also slightly reduces REM, which is REM, dream sleep. Not the uh, not the band. Oh, where, oh, where can my baby be? I don't know if that's REM or not, R-E-M. Um, while it may seem like an off-label use of uh, mirtazapine, it could help with insomnia. And I like the side effects. The side effects are always hysterical. It's always diarrhea. No matter what, whatever medicine you take, diarrhea is a possibility. So if you're taking a new med, just expect diarrhea. Because it's, it's going to happen. Dry mouth is a big one. I have dry mouth right now. I didn't take my meds last night. Increased appetite and weight gain. Awesome. Which I'm having trouble with. I'm having trouble uh, not binge eating and trying to lose weight. And I know some of my friends are like, oh yeah, Tim gaining weight. Ugh. I'm a little guy. I'm 5'6", five, 5'7", five, if I stretch in the morning. But I don't like my stomach. I like my arms, like Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. I'm just kidding. I don't have big arms. I wish I did. Mirrors trick you. I feel like when I look in the mirror, it's a funhouse mirror. I'm like, I look pretty good. And then I look down. I'm like, ah, shit. Don't look good. Um, so yeah, that's insomnia for you people. I always say I'm going to go over insomnia at the end of my episode and I never have fucking time. I think that's so funny. I, I just can never get to it. Um, so yeah, there's severe pain in your stomach or back and nausea. These can be signs of an inflation or pancreatitis. You have constant headaches, long-lasting confusion or weakness or frequent muscle cramps. These can be signs of low sodium levels in your blood. The whites in your eyes turn yellow or skin turns yellow, although this may be less obvious a um, for someone brown or black skin. This can be a sign of a liver problem. You get a high temperature, sore throat, and mouth ulcers. These are signs of infection that could be due to the problem with your blood cells. Um, that's super interesting that that goes hand in hand with insomnia. Approximately 50% of insomnia cases are related to depression, anxiety, or psychological stress. Awesome. Often the qualities of a person's insomnia and their other symptoms can be helpful in determining the role of mental illness in a person's inability to sleep. That's good. Early morning wokefulness. I'm woke. You wake up in the morning and you just woke. 
You woke, baby? Early morning wokeness can be a sign of depression doing dealing along with low energy and ability to concentrate, which is me, sadness, which is me, and a change in appetite or weight, which is me. On the other hand, a sudden dramatic decrease in sleep, which is accompanied by increase in energy or the lack of need of sleep may be a sign of mania. That's me. People with insomnia are, are twice as likely to develop depression as people who don't have sleep disorders. Disturbances in sleep patterns are present in as many as 80% of people with schizophrenia. You can go back and listen uh, to Michelle Hammer's interview, who has schizophrenia. Very interesting. She's very open about it. She even records herself when she's having schizophrenia episodes. Like she has one of those, like a ring doorbell type of camera. You know what I mean? That just has it in her house, and she like shows that footage. Um, very interesting, and I can only imagine how terrifying that can be. Um, then you can have relaxing techniques, deep breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, and mindfulness can help people become aware of their body and decrease anxiety. Um, medication. Many psychiatrists, drugs are used to promote sleep and people with insomnia. One should be careful regarding the risk of becoming oversedated by using other drugs and alcohol when taking some of these medications. Doctors don't generally recommend staying on medication for more than a few weeks, but there are a few medications that have been approved for long-term use. Herbal, herbal, herbal? Herbal, herbal remedies, melatonin and uh, valerine, valerine root, and two herbal remedies that are available at many pharmacies and other locations. The effectiveness of these treatments has not been proven for most people, and neither treatment has been approved by the FDA. That is interesting. Melatonin, not approved from the FDA, and people take it. Sleep restriction. This is a form of therapy that increases sleep efficiency by decreasing the amount of time that a person spends in bed awake. The involvement's very strict rules regarding the amount of time that a person can lay in the bed at night, which generally increase over time, which like people on their phone, I know that's not good either. I guess stop being on my phone and regardless, but my friend Jay, he put out, he pointed out a great thing. When people say irregardless, that isn't a real word. It's regardless. So if you say, or if someone says irregardless, fix that. Um, cognitive behavioral therapy also works, CBT. This therapy can help you control and eliminate negative thoughts and worries that keep you awake. Light therapy, which I have a light, I bring it to work now, also known as phototherapy. This can be specifically helpful in people with a condition called delayed sleep phase syndrome. And exercise is also pretty helpful when it comes to draining your energy and wanting to go to sleep. Like when I go to jujitsu, I'm so effing tired when I get out that I go home and I'm just... That's me. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into another episode of 2010 Minutes. I have been your host, Tim McCarthy. This is episode 109. And I, I forgot to do this. Three things I'm grateful for. Three th- Number one, this new medication that's going to help me sleep. Um, I just put up my personal information on, on the YouTube video. Um, second, I am thankful for um, my animals. I got my cats shaved recently, and they have been a delight. And then my dogs, always perfect, especially Fanny, my blind little pit. And thirdly, I am thankful. Let's see here. What am I thankful for today? I'm thankful for water because dry mouth is a son of a gun and water helps that. Get your fluids up, people. Drink your water. Drink a gallon a day. That's the Tim challenge of the day. Drink a gallon. I'm not going to, but you do it. I love you guys so much. I thank you and have a good one. Let the world clear.
this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.